Welcome to another episode of the Great White Buffalo Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, today's episode is incredible. I have my wingman, my co-host, you know, you've heard him on several different episodes. Mr. Nathan Dickens is with me, and the two of us just go, we have some fun conversations. We talk about the lottery, because there's a big Powerball drawing right now, so we talk about the lottery. We also talk about the Lakota tribe on the second half of the episode, the Lakota tribe in South Dakota. We talk about our mission trip there. So we just talk about a whole bunch of just fun, insightful things. I think you're really going to enjoy this roller coaster of an episode as the two of us go into some great conversations and some great discussions. We just want to remind everybody to follow us on Instagram at the Great White Buffalo Podcast. We also want to remind everybody, if you could please leave us a five-star rating and write a review on Apple. It just helps us get noticed by more and more people. And of course, I just want to say thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I said this last time, the June episode, we had almost 400 downloads in on one episode. And I just want to say thank you so much for listening, being part of the herd, and just spreading the word to more and more people about this podcast and what we're doing. I just really appreciate the love and support. Last week's episode with Betsy Frank was just incredible, and that episode is growing just like wildfire on our, our download, so just thank you for that, and I hope you really enjoyed this episode. We have next week's episode already prepped. We have one coming out with Rafford Wyndham, who's a musician, who's incredible. Uh, we're trying to get some more people in here, like Chris Davis. We just have a bunch of just episodes coming up down the pipeline, and so we just want to say thank you for listening and being part of the herd, and if you ever need any t-shirts or hats or stickers, just let me know. Send me a DM on Instagram. I would love to send it to you. Uh, we just love you, and we appreciate listening to the Great White Buffalo Podcast. Wandering through the great plains of life, things move fast, sometimes a blur. Don't you let this bumpy road separate you from the herd. When you think day is done, the sun is getting low. We're all looking for something rare. The Great White Buffalo. The Great White Buffalo. Podcast with Ben Mayfield. <laughs> Welcome to... <laughs> How was I supposed to know, dude? How was I supposed to know? Hey, you're looking swole, though. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you been working out? I have been working. <laughs> what you been doing? <laughs> Answer the question. I've been, I've been going Nathaniel. to the gym. I've been going to the gym, and I've been running around the reservoir. <laughs> and how long is the reservoir? Three. Just, are we going to start this? Because we can. We you can bring that back. Well, in welcome here. to the Great White Buffalo Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to. <laughs> This episode with the dynamic duo, you love us. Nathan, you know, has been on a lot of the podcasts. A lot of them. A lot of them. But the most recent one was with Betsy Franks, who you know. Yes, I love Betsy. Married to She's Ivy. Yep. She's awesome. It's a fantastic episode. She talks about... I can't wait to listen to it. Yeah, yeah I'm sure everybody who's listening to this one has already listened to it. It's she, already out? Yes, yes. Yeah, oh, okay, out. then I'll yeah, listen yeah. to it. She... uh Talks about her, like her music start. Talks mm-hmm. about songwriting. Talks about playing like live. She even talks about like some of like the ups and downs of the music industry. That's cool. I was like, what the heck, dude? I was learning so much. Yeah. And then we do a podcast with you and I, and it's like it's just another day, just another yeah. day. <laughs> uh, but we did one, the last one that you and I did, and I need to apologize to people, and they probably heard me already apologize. You know, I'm in school, mm-hmm. getting my doctorate. Yep. I've now also started the ordination process mm-hmm. 
uh, to be ordained or rather be a clergy within the Methodist yeah. church. And so that's been a process. And you know, I work and I just, I have busy. So I haven't yeah. produced a lot of episodes of the Great White Buffalo podcast. And that's my fault. We also do a church podcast that I do part yeah. of my job. Yeah. And so part of me like gets that podcast itch through that podcast, but it's not yeah. the same. Like, no, yeah. Like it's, you know, that podcast, you know, we talk about, you know, religious, you know, or faith based topics, but it's kind of structured, you know, and I, I kind of, I'm the host, but it's more like a questionnaire of like, you know, John 316 says this. What do you get out of it? Yeah. And they go, we get this out of it. And it's a good podcast, but it's just different. Yeah. You know, no, totally. Uh, and so this, I'm just excited to get back in here. And so Betsy, I reached out to her, and she really wanted to do one. And uh, Rafford Wyndham, shout out to Rafford, is going to come do an oh, episode. Oh, that's going to be awesome. I want to be there for that one. Yeah. So you want for real? Yeah. All right. I'll let you. I'll let you. Okay. Uh, third, third wheel. And so we're going to do that one. And then I wanted you to come do an episode because the last one we did was the birthday celebration. Which side note, if Betsy does hear this, I would have loved to be here for yours, Betsy. But um, I did not know that you were coming to record one. Thanks, Ben. But yeah, that's my. Job. I'm, I'm excited sorry. to listen to it. It's really good. Yeah. And so with that episode was really popular. I got a lot of feedback. Us doing the the birthday episode. Yeah. So I was like, I just want Nathan to come back in here, and we're just going to talk. Let's talk. Let's and do it. I got a couple of topics we're going to discuss okay. today. So if you're listening, if you ever want Nathan and I to you know discuss certain things. Shoot us a message on Instagram. Absolutely. On the Great Love Buffalo podcast Insta page and let us know. The first one I want to talk to you, Nathan. You and I have talked about this and everybody who's listening. It is currently, it's Tuesday night. The the drawing for the Powerball is tonight. It's coming up. What time is the drawing at? It's at 11.59. 11.59, okay. So we still have about an hour, two hours. So I'm not a huge gambler. What what time's the the last time you can get a ticket? Uh, Eleven o'clock. Eleven o'clock. Okay. So you might not be able to go get a ticket. <laughs> but you know what? Since I'm keeping you from buying a ticket, if I win, because I probably will, I give oh. I'll give you a million, right here. Straight up. Straight up. Everybody heard that. That's a verbal That's contract. A verbal you commitment. cannot go back on that. In forty nine easy payments. <laughs> <laughs> I still take it. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I, I would do that for you, honestly. You're a sweet man. Because I know you do good stuff with it. I, I yeah, honestly feel like maybe good stuff. Maybe. We'll see some good stuff. Yeah, I feel like we could. Probably okay, what? Okay, if you win, so it's a it's when a, I win. It, okay, when you win, it's at yes. what right now? Is at four hundred and seventy-two million dollars. Okay, I've already I've already done the math with tax. Okay, you've already done the, the if I take the cash the cash option, option, or if you spread it out over how many years? years? Thirty years. Okay, so I take the cash. You would option, take the cash, then take out taxes. Okay. Because, you know, they'll take out the, the, the taxes. I'm looking at bringing home $194 million. Okay. So you, you are, are, if you win, when you win, mm-hmm. you're deciding to not go the 30-year route. You're deciding to go with a cash option. That is correct. Okay. First, let's stop there. What, what's the reasoning behind that? Because I've done some research. Yes, you would get more money, like, from the prize amount. Over 30 years than you would with a cash option. But I've done some research and I've talked to some people who do investments. If you take the cash option and you invest it properly, yeah. you will make more money over the 30 years than you would just taking as, the money. As long as you aren't dumb. Yes. With, yes. with the money. And yeah. so I've looked at, 
you know, I, it could be closer to two hundred million than one ninety four okay. ish. So let's just say it's two hundred. Just you know, so two hundred and seventy two million is gone from taxes yeah. and cash option. So I got two hundred million dollars. Fifty percent of it is automatically going into long term investments. Okay. Uh, and I've already looked into some things like that. And then twenty five percent, which is fifty million. It's going into more short-term investments, so more cash flow. Maybe it's like a business. Higher risk, higher reward type higher thing. Risk okay. Type, yeah, and so and then the other fifty million is what I get to live off and have fun with, and so I even looked into if you put a if you put a hundred million dollars and everybody here is listening right now, you're kind of getting a little bit of an insight of what's going to happen when I win this. You know, all this money, you can like. <laughs> If it was just like a three percent return or something like that yeah. from like a regular bank, with yeah, hundred million dollars. I mean, you're talking about after taxes making one point five to two million dollars a year just from interest. Just from it, yeah, yeah. And so if that's two million dollars to say two, just easier math mm-hmm. over thirty years. That's sixty million dollars of yeah. just interest money if it just sits there. And so that's sixty million dollars over thirty years. You know, add that up. You can make you know just as much as you were to take the long term, yeah. You know, cash out option because you could because you could almost, I mean, even with just the the interest in you know like a savings account or something very low, you could essentially put a lot in there one year, and then let's say you just you could you could essentially live off of just the interest from that each year, easy. Oh, for sure. If not way less, and you're still making. A lot of money over 30, 40, 50 Cause, years. Because I even looked at it. So anybody who knows me knows I love Lake Burton. Lake Burton, one of my favorite places to go. I, I've been blessed to go there the last five years. <clears throat> so you're telling me that's one of your first purchases? Yeah. So I looked up. There's a home right now on Lake Burton for $4.1 million. Oof. And it is Gorgeous. Do you know what part, like what what part of the lake is it? Like north side or like where's that? It's uh, it's closer to Billy Goat Island. Uh, okay, so kind of near the, near yeah. the dam side. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I don't want to tell the audience exactly where it's at. But I'll tell well, you yeah, mic. you just don't want other people, people showing up. Dude, you know what I'm saying? and but, we we got some listeners like, that are hey, like man, millionaires. We were in the same third grade class together. Can I have a million dollars? Like, dude, shut up. I don't know. Yeah, no, no. You know people are going to come out of the woodworks. Oh, yeah. They'll be like, hey, Ben. I don't even have to come out. I mean, <laughs> I, I don't already, have to come out of the woodworks. You, yeah, you, you already said oh, you give me a million. So, I mean. Dude, with, first of all, will the great white buffalo change to like, the green buffalo? Because I have so much money. No, hey. hey. No, I, you know, the great white buffalo, I feel like, would instantly become super famous. Because you would probably become famous. Because at Georgia, if you win the lottery, they put your name out. You don't mm-hmm. have the option to not. If I'm if I'm not mistaken, you, they will put your name. You can't stay on like. Uh, Can I go by my stage name, Glenn Hayfield? <laughs> Glenn maybe. Hayfield, who lives I, in Pumpkin I don't know. County. I'm pretty sure that if in the state of Georgia, if you win, I think you do have to declare like your name and stuff. I don't think you're allowed to stay. <laughs> but but it's also though. But let me let me ask you this though. Okay. When was the last time you looked up lottery winners from Georgia? Yeah, but you know, it's not common. But here's the thing if someone, if you outright, like, because a lot of times, or a lot of times, some of the times it's like seven or eight people win, um, win, and then they have to split the, the amount of money, you know? And so, uh, 
if you outright want it, just you alone. Right. I feel like whether Which I will. Which okay, I will. you know, maybe not the whole state of Georgia, but Lumpkin County, Dawson County, Gain- Hall, yeah. all these areas are going to put it in the paper. Like Lumpkin man, local man wins, wins yeah. this amount of money. You know what I'm saying? And so mm-hmm. people then are going to be the ones that are like, oh my gosh. Well, because I, I thought about guy. like this is just me being ignorant. Lake Burton, I love it, right? I have a, yeah. I have a special connection. Nick Saban has a house there. Alan yeah. Jackson used to have a house there. Like, it's a very nice lake. Yeah. But it's still close. It's only like an hour yeah. away. So like, it could be a vacation house if you want. It could be a vacation house. But I couldn't. I might need to find a Lake Burton-type place out of state, like away from people that I know, so they don't, like, you know, try to bother me to, I don't know. Yeah, man, I don't know. Maybe I don't think. So okay, what? Uh, so okay, your first thing, you're going to put some in long term investment, some in yeah. So in short term, then you're going to buy a Lake Burton house. Well, I even looked at because this is one of those things that people talk about, and I, and also message us what your, what you would do. I want to know that. Like, I really want to know. Like, if you had two hundred million dollars, what are some things that yeah. you would do? Because I, I find this fascinating. Because we don't have that much money. We don't even know it was. That's and, that's and a I, ridiculous. Amount I've of money. done it on a note app you know i was yeah. like trying to like break it down i couldn't spend it all i didn't know how to spend it all i was like trying to get all like all the things that i would like oh yeah want. i was like oh i've only reached a million dollars oh crap i like i didn't even really like and that that's without like a house or yeah, anything yeah, yeah. big like that but After everything else yeah, yeah yeah and so i looked into like this is how nerdy i am i looked at 4.1 and then i put like furniture like i, I put nine hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. Of like furniture, boats, buying boats for the house, you know, because you you know on a lake can have a boat. Yeah. So I put five mil like into that investment property, uh, and so or just lake house property, and I looked at the property taxes on five million dollar home. Yeah. And then I looked at how much interest I was making. So the interest that I'm making from the hundred million will pay for all the bills that I would have yeah. with property taxes and all that stuff, maintenance costs. So I'm making money. Like I'm not losing money because that's what they do when people get rich. Sometimes is they'll buy like this. They'll win forty million, so they buy a thirty million dollar home. Well, after you know property taxes, they don't have any more money to pay, you know, their bills yeah. or whatever. And so they go broke and they go, you know, have to sell their house or yeah. whatever maybe. So I'm already looking ahead. So I have that. I have my lake home. Okay. But I'm also probably going to build a home. That's like my dream. Where home. would you build it? Where? I, I want to say through my heart that it would be in, you know, somewhere near Dahlonega, mm-hmm. like Lumpkin County. But then I'm going, you know, if it's near Lumpkin County, that's where people start showing up and like, hey, man, can we like, <laughs> can we come in? And I'm like, I don't know. And yeah. so that's kind of weird. So, but somewhere in North Georgia. Okay. Like maybe Dawsonville, maybe, you know, White County, maybe, you know, I'm just going to get some property. Yeah. And just build there and build a nice home. And then people who I'm, I'm close to, my inner circle, will know where that's at. And I even looked up a bowling alley. Guess how much a bowling alley is to add? Because I looked it up. Two how lanes. Much? Two lanes. It's about $220,000 to two fifty. Jeez. It's a quarter of a million dollars to get a bowling alley in your house. I looked it up. Because wow. I was interested. Yeah. Uh, and then like a movie theater, you know, is not too expensive. Seems a little high, doesn't it? Well, it's just because of the mechanical stuff. But to, still. To put a lane in there and keep the I mean, wood. people build houses for $220,000. I mean, it's a bowling lane. Though. I know, but what I'm saying, I mean, even the mechanical stuff, I mean, okay, the mechanical stuff, what if the mechanical stuff's even 
$20,000. That's a lot. And then the wood, I mean, there's nothing crazy special, right? It's just wood and then putting a certain, you know, some sort of coating on it to gonna, make it slick. I've been to several Stars and Strikes, and they're definitely not a quarter million dollars. That's what I'm saying. And that's just for two lanes? Yeah, maybe, maybe I've. I don't know. I mean, that it might be. I don't know. I haven't done any research, but it seems a little high. I mean, but at that point, you've got so much money $250,000. Like, okay. I just shoot, imagine why not? someone who's like a manager at Stars and Stripes right now is listening, like, hey, man, I'll let you run right now. We have a high quality bowling lane. You don't understand, brother. And so, maybe. Right. I don't know. I, do, so, I don't understand. Sorry, I, I, right. I don't know your craft as well as you do, man. I'm so sorry. <laughs> If you're a bowling alley manager, let us know. We don't want to disrespect you. But then after that, like maybe get a couple like nice cars. Like I've thought about getting like you know the mystery machine from Scooby Doo. Like get like a replica of that because <laughs> you know me driving with that. Maybe a Batmobile. You know because oh you would definitely drive that. I definitely would. Now which one? That's a great question because there's a lot of different Ooh. Batmobiles and there's a lot of really good ones. Yeah. Like, you know, you could go to the modern-day Christian Bale Batman. I mean, that's a really—don't get me wrong. That is a real—I mean, it is stinking (laughs) awesome. That's what Billy would drive. But but the old-school one, like, where the top just came off, like, it was was almost like like T-top. Yeah, 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 yeah. like, slide—that one was, like, I don't know. That's iconic. You know, maybe it was just iconic, especially growing up, and then going to the Batman show at Six Flags or whatever, and they— Are you talking about that one from the, the Six Flags one? Yeah, came, like oh, I thought you were talking about the Adam West. Oh no, 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 not that old. Not the, well, that would be cool too. But yeah. I'm talking about like the '90s one oh, or whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. early 2000s. Because those that movies was, slapped. I mean, I they were just them. so cool, and like there was something about that that just looked really cool. But that the new one's like a freaking tank. That that would be cool. Yeah, and they had the, uh, you know, what's his name? Robert Patterson is doing a Batman movie. Yeah, and his looks kind of like a. I don't know if it's like a Mustang or something like that. Camaro, one of those yeah. like sports cars, but it's like converted into a Bat. That looks pretty sick, too. That does. It's like the first version of Batmobile. So, yeah, I'll do stuff like that. And then, you know, obviously, and this is true. I'm not just making this up to sound good. I would give money to Dahlonega, United Methodist Church, because okay. they helped form my life. Um, and Wesley at UNG, because mm-hmm. it also helped form my life and save my life. Both those ministries and you know that. I Give a, a cool $2,000 donation to each. I'm going to sponsor <laughs> a kid or two on a mission trip. No, I, I get, I'm talking about a mill. Probably get yeah. like a mill or two, whatever, uh, to those two. Uh, coming first, I'll give a, a, you know some money for that. Designated, not just throwing it out. I'm going to sit down with the yeah. senior pastor. You know, I'll probably sit down with you when it's yours or sit down with... Chris too, because like you're gonna make it have to go to something obscure and and yes, random. Absolutely, like this you know, goes to a monument I'm, to this, me this that can ta- only be used as a monument. <laughs> Either I want a statue of me, or two, I'm gonna be like here as a million dollars, but it can only be used on t-shirts <laughs> for trips. <laughs> we have t-shirts the rest of our lives. <laughs> like, been that's enough t-shirt money for the next ten thousand years. Just <laughs> yeah. like, and you're welcome. <laughs> you never have to worry about it. Uh, that's the type of crap I would do. Uh, 4-H probably. Yeah. And then at North Georgia, even though I don't really want to give money to North Georgia, just because I feel like they have enough money. You know, Cottrell has everything named after him. I'm sure he's a great guy. But the suites where I was an RA, it's okay. the, the one yeah, yeah. on top of the hill behind H&S. Mm-hmm. I was an RA there for two years. I had a lot of really good memories there. I thought I would give enough money to make the, uh, the Mayfield suites. Put a little, you know, because there's Lewis, yeah. there's Donovan, you know, those are all named after people. I want that the suites to be called the Mayfield Suites. Look at you, fresh you know, milk, put a little statue, everywhere. 
Fresh milk, <laughs> bowls of cereal, <laughs> ice cream at night. People say it's the same Mayfield. No, it is not, but we it's, got fresh milk and fresh <laughs> ice cream and all sorts yeah, of treats. Yeah, we can't afford name brand. And so those would be kind of some things like that, you know, mm-hmm. and I'll probably – you know, I'll probably have people like ask me for like local, you know, the football team, like, hey man, can you help yeah. sponsor the Booster Club? You know, things like that. It's fine. Uh, and then I would also do a legit studio oh, for well, the yeah. podcast. Yeah. Because I would still want to do Grill at Buffalo Podcast. Oh, for sure. And then I would have, you know, I'll probably have more guests that want to come on, you know, whatever. And then I would want to name the studio after something. Like, it'd be I, I, Moose Studio. I always want to do that. Like a moose. Yeah. Uh, it's my but mom's it's, maiden name. Yeah. Yeah, before you make a joke. No. Um, you were definitely about to make a joke. I was not about to make a joke. Uh, but wouldn't that be cool, like Moose Studio and like some of like that? It, so, yeah. it would be cool. I'm just saying it's the Great White Buffalo podcast. It'd just feel a little weird being like Moose, Great White Buffalo. They're cousins. They're I both mean, majestic creatures. But Have they you are, seen I'm, a moose? Yes. They can get up to nine feet tall. They're freaking huge. And they can like destroy people. They're all, I was actually in uh, Breckenridge two years ago. And I was, um, some buddies and I were um, riding our bikes from Breckenridge to Copper. It's about 30 miles or so. As we got down um, uh, south of Breckenridge, uh, one of my buddies and I were going, and he goes, dude, I think I just heard a moose. And we're riding bikes, like like not motorcycles, but like actual biking. And mm-hmm. I was like, Dude, you did not hear a moose. Like, how are you, you going to hear a moose? He's like, no, dude, I did. It was right in Frisco. Because Frisco, right when you get off the Interstate 70. Is it Colorado, Breckenridge? Yeah. Colorado? Okay. Yeah, yeah, you have to go through Frisco first. And Frisco's this whole town. But there's a bike trail behind that goes from Breckenridge. It goes a lot of places, but from Breckenridge. And you can go up the, like, beside the Interstate, go up to, like, Vail Pass and, you know, Copper and all this stuff. But we um, got to Frisco, and he's like, oh, there's a moose. I heard a moose. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. So we stopped back up. Sure enough, there was a big old mama moose that was not but 20 feet away just walking through the woods, and she kind of looks at us, and I was like, oh, dude, she's close. She would destroy you. Well, and the crazy thing is she looks at us. She just looks back down and keeps walking, and then she had her little calf with her. And was and I was like, oh no! And she just jumped over this big old fence, and they just they didn't care that we were there, but they were just walking out, freaking huge. It was awesome. It was so cool. I was like, oh my gosh, you really did hear a moose? Yeah, I didn't know a moose even made sounds. Well, it, it was just because she was going through like some thickets and stuff, and so oh, he just okay. heard that. And he goes, I think it's I think it's a moose. And I was like, how are you gonna how are you gonna say it's a moose? I mean, it could have been anything. The one time we were in Colorado for Avery's wedding. And we're driving, and we see like these cars pulled over. We're like, what are these idiots yeah. doing pulled over? And we look, and we see like four bears. So we go, oh god, they're bears! Yeah. And so we also pulled over. It was like and we like got out, like with the bears and stuff. It was really well, cool. That, the, so the night that night, did 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 I ever tell you the story of me going down there to trim the trees a little bit, and there was that bear? At, I have a picture on my phone in Colorado. Yes. So okay, the night of the uh, wedding rehearsal. Remember how we were standing under those evergreens uh-huh. um, beside the little creek? Well, when we did like the little rehearsal part, the there were some limbs. Like I don't know if you remember, there were kind of limbs like uh, on the the ends of where the 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 Tens groomsmen were. and the bridesmaids were. The, there were just some low hanging limbs. Oh, where the, the ceremony was. Where the ceremony yeah, 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 was. Exactly so when we about. went up to have dinner. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I grabbed a drink and I grabbed her dad, uh, Denica's dad had a little 
I don't know, a little handheld saw. And so I was like, well, I'll just go trim a couple or maybe just some clipper tree, type clipper things, yeah. type, yeah. Um, and I was like, I'll just go trim. I, I walked back down because it was like, what, two, three hundred yards away. Yeah, not too uh, far. Not too far, but far enough. And I was like, well, I'll just go down there and trim those little limbs real quick because I don't want to do it in the morning because we were going back to where we were staying that night and I didn't know if I'd get there early or whatever. So I just want to go get those out of the way so that way they weren't hanging in our faces. And while I'm down there, remember Denica's dog, the big old black dog that mm-hmm. was like hairy and, or furry and stuff? I was trimming and I was listening to some music on my phone and I looked to my left and about 50 yards away, I see this big old black object. I have a picture on my phone um, and I like I thought it was the dog and then I clipped another limb and then I looked back real quick and it was a big old black bear and it did the same thing it looked up at me and then looked down and then like looked at me real quick and just stared at me and I was like oh crap like I'm 2 or 300 yards away from their their house I'm just standing in the middle of the woods like next to this creek no one's going to hear me and if this if this bear really wants me it's going to get me so I just I stood there I was looking at it, and it's just staring at me, and I just kind of stopped trimming, and I grabbed my beer, and I just started talking to it. I was like, hey, bear, I'm just over here just talking. <laughs> and then the bear kind of is looking at me and is slowly walking around me, just staring at me, and then goes up in the woods. So I I, I finish. I'm just watching it, and I'm finished because I was like, okay, well, I'm already down here. I might as well right. clip these limbs. So I'm just watching it. I only had a couple more limbs to do, so I'm, I'm just watching it walk behind me. And it didn't get closer, but maybe... 50, 40 yards. Like, it didn't charge me or anything. Bears can climb trees, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah they yeah. can climb. And so I'm, I'm just kind of like, well, I'm stuck out here anyway. So I'm clipping them, and I'm watching this thing go around, and I finish clipping them and just kind of throw the limbs away, and I just slowly back away, and then I walked up to the house. It was all – I mean, it was crazy. <sighs> yeah. Dude, that's, that's, that's wicked wild because bears – I love bears, but those things will destroy you. Google, like, a, a hairless bear – and you'll see. I've never seen a hairless bear. Oh my gosh! It like you just see like the muscles and the claws. Like oh yeah, like, they're not nearly as cuddly as and cute as you think they are. So they all are that to be creatures. said, we digress. Yeah, Moose Studio. That was the other thing you want to do after winning the lottery. Moose Studio. Oh, Is there yeah. anything Full else? Circle. Any other? Any other big things? You know, you know, lo- local charities. You know, doing that. I thought about opening up a brewery mm-hmm. in Delano, like a really nice mm. one. So like. I've been to a lot of them. Just Do you like, have a name? For the brewery? Probably yeah. the Great White Buffalo Brewery or something like that. And you could know? record a podcast in there. Yeah, you can do well, a whole podcast. That'd be cool. And, you know, each beer would be like a different animal type thing. Ooh, so like, that'd be cool. Know, it'd be kind of cool. Like the, you know, the the moose. Tonka? You, know, you could have a Tonka beer? A Tonka beer? Yeah, that's that's Buffalo and uh, um, Sioux. And Sioux? Yeah. Or Lakota? Lakota people. But Lakota for the people. Our listeners that aren't deep into Native American history. Yeah, they were one of the smaller tribes that bought into the Sioux tribe, which was the bigger organization. Um, the Lakota tribe, first of all, well, we'll, we'll get back to that because yeah. I want to talk about our South Dakota trip because we didn't talk about that in the birthday one because yeah. it was before that. But anyways, and so I would do that, like a brewery, and then have like some friends help me run it. I'm not the the brewery beer you know, connoisseur. Yeah. But I do like a good atmosphere, and I know what's like aesthetically pleasing. Yeah. I know what's a good atmosphere of like community. Like Nofo has a great location, great like people play cornhole. They have food trucks there. They do trivia. There's like karaoke mm-hmm. night, 
and it's just like a lot of fun that people go to. Uh, and so I would want to create an atmosphere like that and then just have some help creating like really good beers yeah. that people would enjoy. And so that'd be kind of a cool, that's, a, that's like an investment of a business. I don't need to make tons of money back. You know, to get rich quick off a brewery. As long as it could sustain itself and yeah, it wasn't yeah. to it, then you're fine. Self-sustaining, yeah. something like that. So that would be kind of fun, little side project. And then I would probably just, you know, still be Ben, volunteering, doing goofy stuff. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I would try to go get famous out west or, you know, I may take a vacation or two. I may go to, I've never been to Disney. So oh, you're, to, I know uh, you're getting on Disney. Oh, for sure. And I'm going to have And like, don't, don't act like you're flying coach. You're going to get a private plane to fly you. Yeah. Like, it's going to be big. Well, and I'm going to bring like four <laughs> or five of my friends too. Be yeah. like, you'll probably be one of them. Like, hey, you want to all pay for a Disney trip? Come on. Oh, and I know though, everywhere we go, you're going to forget your wallet. And then you're going to be like, guys, can you spot me? Uh, I'll pay so, you back just to, yeah. just to make a joke. And after about the 10th time, we'll be like, Ben, this isn't funny. Just bring your wallet. Just bring your wallet. You're paying for this whole trip. <laughs> now, this is the, well, two things. One, when I'm in Disney, I'm definitely buying as many lightsabers oh, and nerdy yeah. stuff. Like, oh, you want the Mickey Mouse, you know, $5 extra thing? Yes. Like, I want that. I want the whole experience. Because I'll probably never go back. Like, I'm a guy who, like, wants to experience it. Yeah. Soak it up as much. And then I'm like, okay, I'm done. I don't need to go okay. do like once a year type yeah. thing. Universal Studios with Harry Potter World. Never mm-hmm. been to Harry Potter World. Want to go do it. I want to soak it up as much as possible. And then probably like, I'm like, I've done it. You know, so I might do like some vacays like that. May go visit some national parks. I, here's the thing, though, with that, like Disney and Universal and stuff like that. I feel like you it wouldn't be a one and done thing because they're always building a new park or a new you know what i'm saying yeah so i think you it might take you like a little bit plus if you're really going to soak up the experience you're definitely going to need i mean i would say at least a week or two to if you really want to soak it all up Mm -hmm. and then after a couple years there's going to be something else open that you're going to want to try and see yeah so i mean never never going back but but that's just a complete there's some there's some people who like go to disney like once a year Oh like, yeah, yeah, and I'm like, ah, it's not me. I probably I would go want to do something. But there different. is, I will say there. So there is something about Disney, and I've only been once when I was a little kid, and I don't remember much of it. And then I've gone because there's still so many free things you can do. Like you can, I loved. Uh, I used to go down there for a class, but then there was this Wesley thing I would go down there once a year for. And there are two guys that are Disney reps, or one guy's a Disney rep, and the other guy just had season passes for his family he's from uh southern and so they would they would go all the time but uh they knew all the intricate ins and outs and there's different levels like if you're if you're a disney rep you can get into some of the restaurants or bars that other people can and so they knew how to navigate free but then also to get us in the cool places and you can ride the light rail, at least around Disney. I mean, you don't have to pay anything. So you can get on, you can go to the different kingdoms, like outside the park, because um, right. they still have themed uh, like hotels and, and restaurants yeah. and bars and everything. And so you can go do those for free. Um, and so, and then they have the fireworks show every night, which is just really, really cool. Um, so, I mean, it, it is kind of a, it's interesting because it's not just a theme park. Like, it's not. It's an experience. It is. It really is an experience. They really get... It's really cool. And then you can go, like, in the wilderness, um, you can go uh, camp there and bring RVs and be down there. And it, it's really... It honestly is really cool. Like, it's it's just okay. well, really well done. Yeah. 
because I would want to experience that. And I'm thinking, like, you know, I'll take you, maybe I'll take Ave, Winston, get some of the boys, get McKeever, yeah. you know, get some of the guys, right? Get little gear, you know, get the guys there. Obviously, I'm a millionaire at this yeah. point. It's going to happen in less than an hour or so. Would I be expected? This is, I want to put this poll out there to everybody. I said, okay. hey, guys, I'm going to get the hotel and the park tickets. Right, okay. that's like the most expensive part of it. Would I be expected to pay everything else? Like, if we go out to dinner one night, do you think y'all are gonna be like, "All right, baby, you're the millionaire, you're paying for my meal"? You know, I Let's don't. Let's be honest. Cause, okay, cause, be honest. I don't think for myself, mm-hmm. if you were paying for the rest, I would not expect you to do that. Um, I mean, because the park, the flights, or driving down there, all that's going to be expensive. And even though you have millions of dollars, I would not expect you to pay for anything. Like, even if you said, hey, let's go to Disney next year, you think you could save up, even as you being a millionaire, I would not expect you to pay, like I would save up. If you offered and you have millions of dollars, you know, well, that's like, one thing. Because I'm saying like, I'll, like the ticket costs yeah. and the hotel costs, you know, that's like the most yeah, expensive travel, parts of the whatever, trip. Yeah, travel, whatever, yeah. You know, we all carpool or whatever down there. You know, maybe my nice little car or whatever. But like, you know, hey, Ben, you know, fir- first dinner is all on you. Or, hey, we're getting a souvenir. Hey, Ben, you bought me a souvenir. Like, do you think, like, I think there might be some jokes that get made. Like, oh, Ben, you well, here's So here's the thing. So I don't, I don't know. know. I've never been a millionaire Well, before. and I don't know anybody that is that, that has that much money. But even people that have more money than me. There's a thing of like if they pay for something, I want to pay for something for them. But I kind of wonder what your mentality would be if it was like, "Hey Ben, I'll pay for your dinner tonight." If you would be appreciative of it, because at that point with that amount of money, I feel like it wouldn't even register to you. Like it wouldn't mm-hmm. matter because you have so much money. Where to me, at that point, oh, definitely of register. you being, but but you know what I'm saying. Over time, yeah. you have money is. We're not talking, okay, a million, two million, heck, even $5 million or $10 million is a lot of money. But $200 million, you don't ever, as long as you were, you don't even have to be crazy smart with your money. You just have to don't be dumb. Like, right. just don't do anything crazy. But at that point, you you never ever have to worry. If you do it right, and you don't even have to do it perfectly, mm-hmm. but if you do it right... You, nor your kids, or your grandkids, and possibly their kids, would never have to work a day in their life. And that is a different kind of mindset that I feel like money is not, there is no, there's there's nothing that's not at their hand. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I mean, there's still some things that, I don't know if anything costs $200, $300 million, but I'm sure there's something out there that, you know, okay, maybe this private island costs five million, and if you did big purchases yeah. like that, but Man, money, money's not an object at that point. So I just wonder the appreciation of, and I feel like you because coming from not having that kind of money to having that money, I feel like you'd still be able to appreciate if someone, uh, you know, bought you a gift or because I'm very sentimental because it's sentimental I'm, I'm a sentimental person right and so now, it would be more about away. the gesture than anything else but th- I just wonder if there's a point at which like would it register like okay he just bought me a $50 meal you, you know, know what I'm saying I think but, it would for me because like you said I was not raised 
as a millionaire. I think if I was someone who has always been a millionaire, you know, I think. But okay, still, it's think not as does like, that? Oh, cool, but does, I mean, we don't know what that. Or we'll find out here in about an hour. But yeah, you know, money can change people in some ways. I, I, well, and that's what I'm scared too, because I, you know, I'm going to win this money, and I'm I'm a little scared that it's going to like make me become more paranoid or greedy. Or closed yeah. off. I mean, there's some negative things about that. Yeah. Like, are they only friends with me because they want my money? Yeah. Like, versus they want to spend time with me. And so that kind of like, that stuff already kind of scares me. And I, I mean, like, officially won yet. You know, <laughs> yeah. but, I mean, they're probably going to call me pretty soon. And so that, that kind of scares me. That's why I, I think I just have to keep those, like, in a circle, like, tight. Because we have friends who are wealthy, not $200 million wealthy, but like, you know, they, they're do, fine. they do well they do for well. themselves. Yeah. And I'm like, I never really ask them for money. I never really bum off them. You know, yeah. yeah, they invite me over for dinners and stuff, or like we'll have a party at their house or whatever. But like they're inviting is like a but it's never like, hey man, can I borrow, you know, two thousand yeah. dollars or ten thousand dollars? Like, no, I don't do that. So why would I expect people to do that to me? Who are my close like my close yeah. circle? Uh, you know, there's always gonna be that person that was like, Hey man, we uh we were in the Eighth grade, we went on the field trip together. Well, and, and even even the close circle, if they were ever in a tight spot and they were really asking you for help, I would love to it, help. It them. would be more a, like you could trust them, knowing that this is a help that maybe I don't, I don't mm. expect this favor to be returned. But it's not that they're just trying to get over on me. It's the fact that they they're just in a tight spot. So I think it would be a little different with some of the well, close friends. I had this is a kind of a sweet. This is a true story. It's a very sweet story, and I'll keep the names private but when i i graduated my undergrad my bachelor's with no debt no student debt yeah i was able to pay it off as i went you know hope scholarship whatever it was uh and then i went i sold my jeep i had a really cool jeep if you remember and i sold it and i paid for my master's well the last with the jeep cost with with the jeep money that's awesome yeah so like i so i was graduating my master's without any debt either because I didn't want to. I don't want to go to massive debt. The last semester, I was. Want to say, how much was it? Want to say I was two thousand dollars. Short. Yeah. And I was asking a, a a mutual friend of ours, a mentor, of like, okay, what do I do? I have to. I have to pay for this semester. Yeah. Do I try to do payment plans? Do I try to get a credit card to pay for it? Like, what do I do? Like, I need financial advice. And, and he and, and she, you know, really tried to help me, like, guide me and gave me some options. Like, all right, cool, perfect. Like, I'm going to do this. And so the next, like, couple of days, I get this phone call. Like, hey, like, I need to talk to you in town. I was like, yeah, I'm in town. Like, I'll come meet you. And he handed me a check for $2,000 mm-hmm. and said, we would love you. We want to invest in you. You can pay us back whenever you want to. And I was like overwhelmed with with I wasn't I didn't ask them for yeah. that. I was asking them how to do like yeah. advice, financial advice of how to proceed, and they did that for me, which kept me out of debt. Yep. Uh, and I'm still, you know, I'm the only debt I have is my house and my car payment, and so like, I did, I've done pretty well. And so, well, I take that back. I I did do it for my doctorate, but yeah. it's, it's it's a calculated. Uh, debt, so I'm pretty excited about it. But anyways, 
and then I got the government check. And so mm-hmm. that was like, I got my master's. I graduated like 2019, maybe yep. 2018. I forget how long ago it was. That government check didn't come until like 2020. And I gave I gave it the the first like stipend was what twelve hundred dollars something like that. Mm-hmm. I gave it to him. I said here you go. Like I just like gave them like you know this is your money, and they were almost like, what? Like we weren't expecting like we didn't like we appreciate it. <laughs> we thought you'd be like all right I'll pay you back and on your yeah. deathbed you'd be like, like oh, oh man coach uh, forgot about it but yeah no. I left that in my will. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> My grandkids said they were going to pay for it. I thought, you know, like, I owe you. But, uh, <laughs> Here's an IOU. It's as good as money. <laughs> um, but, no, it was more of a – and I, they, they probably don't even listen to this podcast, but they uh, – it was more of a – we had forgotten about it. Yeah. Like, we weren't holding that over you. We weren't wanting you really to pay us back, but if you wanted to, you could – we kind of forgotten about it. It's been a, a hot minute. And I was like, it, and that was like a second level of love and caring and like yeah. just caring who I am. And so, and then I, I finished paying off the rest with the, the next government check. I was like, thank you, government, paying off my debt. Um, and so, so that was nice. And I remember sending that and I wrote like a really nice letter to him. Yeah. And so those people are good people. And I think we're talking about this, you know, scenario of me having money. When crap like that comes up, like yeah, like, yeah, I got you. Like let me help you. Let me invest you. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, someone has, a, you know, a medical bill that's like tragic or whatever. Yeah. Like yeah, I got you. I mean, if you're going to, you know, thirty five dollar copay, maybe don't hit me up. But like you know, something happens. Like yeah, let me help you. Let yeah. me love you. Uh, Will Maxwell did that for me when I had a medical bill that came out of nowhere. He helped me pay it because it was like, if you pay the next 48 hours, we'll, we'll take 50% off. And I was like, okay. But I didn't have it up front, and he helped yeah. do that. And so he's a good man, too. So stuff like that. I know we got super like emotionally deep when it came to, you know. Winning the, the Powerball. Powerball. Which I'm going to do. Yeah. I'm very confident in that. I'm saying it right now. I'm, I'm gonna. I'll do it. You know how many people are gonna like call me? Like, this is how I really feel about you. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm gonna let them know how I feel about them. <laughs> All out of love. All. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Sure. The financial freedom. If we had financial freedom to say whatever we really wanted to say, what would we say? You know. But that's. It, but then again, I say that. I'm yeah. Like, I still it, want people to love me and like you me. You still got to show the love of Christ. You know. Hey, when it comes down to it, man, I love Jesus. The last. So we're we're two thirds of this episode. Okay. The last third has to talk about the high school mission trip that we went on. Perfect. Uh, if you don't know, I were I am a youth minister. Nathan's a collegiate minister, and so but he came as a chaperone to the mission trip to Rapid City, South Dakota, mm. and it was incredible. Yes. It was, and I mean I've been on several mission trips. Been to Tennessee. Kentucky. Uh, we're going to New Orleans next year, which uh, yeah. you'll, you'll probably be going with us on that one too. Uh, Rapid City was impactful. It was, so one of those things. It's not that I ever, you know, crapped on South or North Dakota, but you just don't think much of South or North yeah, Dakota. Why would you think it's, about it? The, it? At most, you think of South Dakota and you think of possibly the Black Hills, but like Mount Rushmore. You know, no, that's no, 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 not even that. So, and I didn't even know the Black Hills was a thing. 
Okay, well, okay. If you're uh, or or you think of the Badlands, this if you know I the Badlands, didn't know Badlands. If, was if a thing. you love national parks and stuff like that, you might think of that. But other than that, you're probably only going to think of mm-hmm. of Mount, Mount Rushmore. Rushmore. But it's the only and, thing I knew. And and stereotypically, which is kind of right, you know, it's super flat, and you're just like, okay, some rolling hills and whatnot. But it was, I'm telling you, it was so freaking beautiful. So beautiful. I, I could not I could not get over I mean just driving across South Dakota, which I got to drive almost all of from Sioux Falls into Rapid City. Um Will and I were were going back and forth driving. But it was absolutely phenomenal. I was blown away by the Badlands. I mean, just uh, because they come out of nowhere. Yeah, oh my god, and they're they, gorgeous. They're gorgeous. They come out of nowhere, but then the Black Hills. What it? What it? Okay, tell me. Tell me if you're getting the same vibe. The way that I I describe Rapid City to people is mix Athens, Milledgeville, and Dahlonega into one, and that's how you get Rapid City. Because Rapid mm. City, the downtown area, okay. kind of feels like a very small Athens, right. but a bigger Milledgeville. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you're right in the foothills of the Black Hills, and so it kind of gives you a little bit of a Dahlonega feel in the sense of yeah. being right in the foothills of it. But I was, and structurally, was, it looked, looked like Milledgeville. You ever been to Milledgeville? The squares, the and squares. well, yeah, the, that, and that's why you get a little bit of the Athens feel. But it, it's like Milledgeville has like one main row. Road and they they have more like Athens, but they're not as packed. So they have right. like one main street that has all the bars, brewery, restaurants, and shops and stuff like that. But yeah. there's still other little shops, but it's not as big. But it, uh, man, I'm telling you, I I changed my my wallpaper to our Bear Butte hike at the top. I took a picture of Bear Butte and put that as my screensaver and wallpaper and stuff. But I've been in. Ever since getting back, I've just been like, of course, stereotypical, oh, not stereotypically, but I got home and I, I watched, uh, I watched Dance, Dancing with Wolves. <laughs> I watched like Geronimo. I watched all these documentaries. I even, when we were at Mount Rushmore, I felt weird about Mount Rushmore because. Okay, what's up? Okay. One, it's we a road together there. It's a little underwhelming. Mm, you know, disagree, but okay. It, it's cool, but it's not as. It's not as big as you think, and it's not like the 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 show. Again, I didn't know that they were showing a little video down. I just thought right. that they were speaking, but then they're like at the end, you know, in Mount Rushmore, and then it's just lights come on, like no fireworks or nothing. I was like, true. okay, it's a little underwhelming. Still, really cool. It was underwhelming, yeah, but I felt very conflicted because I'm sitting here and I'm like, this is the Lakota people's land that was sacred land, and we just took it. And there's so many things that have been wronged by the government and the people. The it, 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 I just felt very conflicted. But in the the store, I saw these two books, the Lakota Way, and is it the Mount I Rushmore Perse- store? Yes. Okay. Uh, I think Perseverance, both written by a uh, Lakota, uh, a guy who grew up on one of the Lakota reservations in South Dakota, and then became an author. And so I've been reading uh, these books about uh, the Lakota Way, what their mm-hmm. their principles are, or what they try to live by, all this stuff. And what was fascinating to me, one, I, I, felt, I felt a little like, I, I've been 
honestly, I kind of looked at some different jobs and put out some feelers and stuff because I, I, Rapid City, I was just, of course, I'd, I'd like to go back in the winter because I might get off the plane and be like, nope, bump this. Because um, uh, I'd love Super to move to harsh winter, Col- yeah. Colorado. It'd be perfect. But anywho, uh, I was reading the Lakota Way, and what's really, really intriguing to me mm-hmm. is that if you understand their principles and and reading of who they are, I can very much see, like you can see how a lot of scripture lines up with some of, like a lot of their principles and, and, and the way they, they live and some of the, the stories they talk about, uh, Wankantanka, the great spirit, the great mystery God. Um, and, and what I figured out was, oh my gosh, God was revealing himself to these people way before they were ever white Europeans coming as missionaries to tell them about God. Right. And so it's really interesting that God was already, and I, I've read a bunch of stories, you know, uh, about different missionaries that go into different parts of the world, and they go and tell them about God, and they go, oh my gosh, that's his name. Oh, he had a son, and he came to do this. We know this God. We worship this God. We just didn't know his name. Right. And so it, it's on many levels I could talk about that, but I just thought it was really fascinating that I really believe God was revealing himself to the Lakota people way before there were ever missionaries there, which was very fascinating to me. Uh, and just for those who are like, well, Ben, Nathan, what about the Cherokee people? You know, we did the Cherokee people wrong. And yes, there are some people in like the Southeast tribes, like the Creek tribe, the Muscogee, the Cherokee, you know, you got the Shawnee. You know, you have several tribes that are here, and we've definitely forced them out to the Trail of Tears. But one of the added insults with the Lakota tribe, and if you ever heard of the Sioux tribe, the Sioux tribe was a lot of different tribes coming together to like almost like, like a union. Almost they all like bought into a Sioux tribe, and the Sioux tribe represented the people to the you know the government. But the added kind of insult was the Lakota tribe had a treaty with the U.S. government that the U.S. government then went against and kicked them out of their lands. Well, and the thing is, whereas the, the other tribes did not have well, that. Well, but the other thing is, is that added so insult. so we we you know we live in the Appalachian Mountains, and the the thing is that's so different about down here. There are still Cherokee and Creek, all different types of. Native American people that live here, but 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 not a whole lot. There's not as many like because of the trail tears and awfulness that we've done to mm-hmm. to There's still Native a lot Americans. Of Lakota people, but but up there they were never displaced, and so everywhere you go, there are Lakota people everywhere, and that's the thing is down here there are still some around, and and. There's still, but you don't. It's not as recognizable, which mm-hmm. makes it easier to, in a way, forget, or yes, in a way to a um, not have to deal with it because it's like, well, there's not that many around, and like we don't really see any. We just kind of kicked them off their land and then just took their land and did what we wanted to do with it. And we talk about, you know, there there is a boarding school. I watch so many documentaries and reading all up on this because it just fascinates me. And it, I kind of realized that I would be. If I ever moved to Rapid City or something, I would be the annoying guy trying to like get in with the tribe, and they'd be like, "Nathan, yeah. you're fine. We're okay up, with you." But up. like, you're not Lakota. I'd be like, "But I, I want to be Kevin Costner and Dancing with Wolves. Accept me." And they'd be like, "No." Um, but the there is a school up in North Carolina that 
they're teaching uh, That's what the, the Cherokee, Cherokee language. Tribe, yeah. yeah, and and doing all that. There's a Cherokee school. Uh, the Cherokee language is so intriguing and interesting what was it, what to was me. The name like, Seco- uh, not Sequoia. I'm trying to remember the guy that came up with the he came up with the Cherokee yes, alphabet. Yes, yes. Don't I don't ask me a name I right now this name. time of night. I'll forget about. But I know what you're talking about. He came up with that. Um, but the, the thing is, is down here is that it's just easy to ignore or to forget mm-hmm. that this is not like this was their home, their land. This is this was taken from them, which up there you cannot turn around without being reminded of that. Right. And so there's a difference in the sense that down here, since we just kicked them out, we just ignore it. Or we just think it was so like, okay, whatever, they're not really around, who cares? But up there, it's in your face, right. and you see it. And like when we were going up Bear Butte, you, you know, they Which, have... A lot of people call it Bear Butt. Because <laughs> you it's, it's, it's spelled B U T T E. Yeah, butte. Yeah, yeah, butt with the E. Bear butt. It's called bear butt. You kept Park. making that joke, and I the the everybody look, was making that but joke, the look, not just me. Okay, you started it, and the the uh, the guy from the Lakota tribe that was telling us on the hike to not take. Uh, pictures of the tobacco prayers I, I on that. I not take pictures. I know, but I'm just saying you're making jokes about bare butt, and here's this sacred mountain, and I'm like, he's oh, the one that he laughed, us. he, he laughed, laughed, but he definitely still, laughed. I was like, oh, Ben. But no, I mean, it's cool because they said, watch out for rattlesnakes. And yeah, they saw one. Terrifying. They saw one on the way down. But Yikes. but the thing is, is that when you're even going on that hike on Bear Butte, you know, they have they take tobacco and then they put it. Um, in some different material, and then they hang them from trees and their prayers to the to their people, mm-hmm. and they, you're not supposed to take pictures because they believe in like well, it's like disrespectful. Yeah, it, it's like taking pictures of someone else's grave is kind of weird. Like, why would you take a picture of someone? I else's do that grave? when they're real old. I I love to go grave hunting and oh, okay. look at. It. But anyway, not the point. Point being is that uh, they just it's it's a whole thing that they don't want you to do. But the whole point of that is as you're hiking up that mountain, you. You're seeing all these. I mean, there were thousands of them, and they're hanging from these trees. There, that's people coming from the Lakota tribe there now mm-hmm. to put on prayers for their people and all that. Like, you can't get away from it. You don't hike the AT here or any hike around here. And I mean, there are some places that you might see some Native American burial sites or something, but there's nothing as in your face as. I mean, up there, it's in your face, constant. In, in a good way, don't. And, like, yeah, not in, that's in not bad. Way. I'm just saying it's actually a good thing, I think, because it's constantly reminding us of the injustices. Where here, you can just ignore it a lot of the times. I uh, I love Bear Butte one, so I got to see a buffalo, mm-hmm. an actual buffalo. Uh, They're like six or that. eight or something. Yeah, there's a whole yeah. herd of them. Yeah, and then we got we saw one that was pretty close, and I wanted to get out, and the other adults, which I'm the leader of the trip. But the other dog's like, Ben, stay in the car. It's dangerous. I'm like, I'm a freaking, <laughs> I host the Buffalo show. I'll be fine. <laughs> they but, will accept me. Uh, two things about uh, Bear Butt, and I know we have to like wrap it up pretty soon. So we'll might, we, you know what, let's do a whole other podcast. Maybe we'll get Will and Chris or somebody to come in here, and we'll just do a whole. That I could talk like, about South Dakota. It was so. Because I have a bunch of things, because we partnered with a church that was like taking the Lakota tribe and Christianity and saying that the two don't have to be separate, that they're actually like, like they can be conjoined, oh, yeah. merged together. So that was really cool seeing that church and being part of that. And 
uh, getting to know what well, I forget his name, Chief um, John. Well, they call him John. John. Okay, so yeah. John. Uh, he was he was a really cool guy. But then at Bear Butt, uh, I mean Bear Butte rather, we were hiking up, and this is a cool just a non-Lakota moment, just a cool Christian moment. I'll probably tell the story again when we do the the other podcast. But I had I was in the back, mm-hmm. and Chris was kind of like in the front. You know, because yeah. we're the two youth ministers, so we did like a sandwich. You know, he'll take the front side, yeah. and I'll take the back side. And they lied to us. I will say they lied to us, and I didn't really appreciate that. The people that were like, not from the state park, but from the organization we're using, they're like, yeah. hey, we're going to stop about, uh, what was it, like a third of the way up, and if you don't want to do the rest of it, you can just like stop there and go back. It down. was like the first tenth of the way up. Yeah, yeah, the tenth. It was like a hundred yards. I don't even know if we got on the trail yet. It yes. was just this one spot. And, and the guy was like, "All right, guys, uh, we're you know third way up." Like, and every and like the Wanaka kids were like, "Oh, like real crazy. We're all gonna do this." My kids, little more city kids, a little more like, eh, eh, yeah. They're like, "Oh, this is it. Okay, fine. Yeah, we'll do the whole thing." But once you commit to do the whole thing, you can't really come back down because yeah. you have no adults with you. And so if you were to fall or you were yeah. to get hurt, no one would know. And so, which was just so misleading, but also, okay, great. We're like one-tenth of the way, 100 yards. Then we started, and I'm in the back, and I have these six girls who just did not want to do it. <laughs> one was crying. One was having an asthma attack. Yeah. One was cursing at me, like using some not nice language. And these are kids that I know that like I've grown like I, like I know for years. <laughs> like what happened? Y'all yeah. turned into some evil monsters. And like I'm asthmatic and overweight. Everybody knows that. I'm probably breathing too heavily on this mic right now. I don't even know it. And I'm doing just fine. Like come on, y'all. Like we're yeah. going so slow. Y'all should be fine. Like yeah. chill out. And y'all are way more athletic. And so we go. We get to this point. I'm like, all right, guys, just right there. All right, let's go right here. Let's go right here. We keep going like a little bit further, and they're just like, they're sitting there. It was one girl's like cursing at me, and they're just like all like mad at me. I'm like, you know, and I'm trying to do like the motivational talk of like, you know, we just get there, like, you know, just take one more step, like we're gonna get there, you will be at the top, and like, Ben, we don't care about your, you know, Disney Channel motivational speech. I want to go back down now, like, and I was like, oh my god, like I just like fine just push you off the mountain like that's how i felt <laughs> at this point because i was like trying to encourage them and they were just biting my head off well this is one girl her name is caroline shout out to caroline she is balling out that's my work we don't we'll go ahead she's, and start because she was the one that was scared of heights yes yeah. she was horrified of heights and she's crying like like horrified and i was like you know what she's legitimately scared and this is very high up. This yeah. is very high up. And what's different about this high elevation versus like Appalachian Mountains, you know, like Blood Mountain, stuff like that. Blood Mountain has a bunch of trees around it. And so as you're well, going Well, you would up, just have like cliff drop off because of it's arid and there's not as much Right. Well, they don't, they don't have that yeah. here. So you can see the cliff. Yeah. Like you can see, oh, there's my death. Yeah. Like if I fall down. Whereas like here... It doesn't have that. Like you just see mountains, you see trees. Like it's like okay, like yeah. you can't really a few tell. rock faces, but but not for the most part, it's not just right. a, a straight like, drop. Oh, yeah, oh, there it is. There's my death, and so it was scary. And even there's some points where I was like, it's a pretty narrow trail, and so she was like, I was like, all right, Caroline, everybody kind of like this group of six kids want to go down. You know, you want to go down. And she was like, no, 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 I'm already like you know over halfway up. I'm not quitting now. 
and she's crying while she's saying this. Yeah. And so she, I was like, all right, well, if y'all want to quit, y'all can stay here, but I'm going to keep doing this with Caroline because she's battling her fears, and she knows that she can do this. And it just like it clicked in the rest of their heads, and they may not have been happy about it, but they're like, fine, we'll yeah. do this. And so Caroline literally grabbed my arm, and like I had like an imprint, and she and I walked side by side for the rest of the trail. And you know, because mm-hmm. she kind of walked with you on the way back down, yeah. but like we were doing it side by side, and she just kept walking, kept walking. Yeah. The girls, we all made it up to the top, and we we only got to stay at the top for like four minutes, five minutes. For, took a group photo, and then everybody else who's already yeah. been out there for a while was like, "All right, let's head all back down." And so, it was just a really good God moment of seeing someone who is clearly horrified, who is tired, who is exhausted, who has her friends who are saying to her, "Like, no, we'll go back down. We'll quit right now with you. We we, we want you to quit." Mm-hmm. And she didn't let her peers influence her. She didn't let her fears influence her. She let her faith and trust in God to get her through there and did not quit. And mm-hmm. it was a step-by-step process. And to me, it was just really encouraging because like, there are some battles and storms that we're going to have in our lives, and we want to get through it quick of like, I want to be done with this. But God says, hey, this is not a sprint. This is a marathon. And it's going to be a step-by-step process. And even though that takes a while, and even though that can be scary, and that can be unknown, like what it's going to be, I will be with you every single one of those steps. Mm-hmm. I am not abandoning you. You are not alone, and we will get to the top. And like Caroline, to me, represented that to the fullest amount, and it was beautiful. It was beautiful. Yeah. And she had every every reason to quit, you know, the fears and the peers and all that. And it was like, nope, not going to. And so that part, just like a good spiritual moment, was very impactful for me. Yeah. You know, and that's and that's separate from, you know, all the Lakota stuff and the mission work and all that. That in itself was just a really cool story. And then when you get to the top, I might, you know, when we post this episode, I might post a little picture there. And so people who see it and listen to yeah. this, they can look at it on the Grow Up Buffalo Instagram. It there's no other mountains even like near it. And you just see Forever. Oh, like for, just, I mean, you like, can see into Wyoming. You can Wyoming, see Montana. No, no, no. Wyoming. You, no, you no, can. It was, it was three different states. I thought from that point, you no. can see Wyoming, North Dakota. No, not North Dakota. You could probably uh, on a clear day, you you might be able to see North Dakota. It's pretty far. Okay, but it was something like we talked about going to. You could see a couple. Of you were in South Dakota. You could see Wyoming, and I'm pretty sure it was Montana. Well, we can double check that. But anyways, it was just incredible and wonderful. Um, we're 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 yeah, going to the yeah. End. You could probably get you could probably see Montana there. You're probably right. Yeah, but I mean, it was you just Google it. Let it everybody know that you googled it. Oh yeah, no, I, I totally right. did. Thank yeah, you so much. You're right. Um, and so we're we're about to end this episode. Do you have any words of wisdom? How do you want to wrap this up? Man, I don't know. Because I we only just have went about everywhere. I have about seven ten minutes or so. Well, maybe a little, actually a little more than that. Probably 30 minutes or so until I become a multimillionaire. I'm, I'm freaking out right now. Uh, I'm freaking out. You know, just, uh, you know, the words of wisdom I'm not giving to people. I'm giving to you. Just remember the promise that you said you'd give me a million dollars. Oh, my God. So wise. So wise. I'm going to edit that out so you'll never know that. Uh, just know that, you know, renew shall be the blade that was broken. 
And I think that's, you know, just a really good quote that I live by. And I think about that story, you know, with Caroline and, you know, just her step by step, you know, um, and maybe her, her spirit may have been broken, but it was renewed. Uh, and that blade is sharp. You know what I mean? Mm. It's a, it's a great quote. Anyways, we love you. Nathan, thanks for being here, man. Thanks for having me. I always love coming here. This is great. Dude, this is fantastic. Two guys on, you know, these little cushion couches just talking about whatever we want to. It's been pretty awesome. Always. Thank you for listening to the Great White Buffalo Podcast. Subscribe on Instagram at the Great White Buffalo Podcast. I'll say it five more times because it's late. But I'm about to be a millionaire, so don't forget to subscribe to the Great White Buffalo Podcast. If you're on Apple, leave us a five-star rating and write us a review. It helps us get noticed by more and more people. I am, I've been thinking about getting some sweatshirts, some Great White Buffalo sweatshirts. Uh, had, I had like at least seven people ask me for sweatshirts, which to me is a lot. So if you want one, let us know on the, on the DMs. That's the way you can reach me, and I'll, I'll see if I can order some. But I don't want to order any if we're not going to get people that w- want to purchase one, not just a goodness of my heart. I, well, I guess with the millions of dollars, I could. But or as of right now, I do not have millions of dollars, so make sure you purchase one. But we just want to let you know here at GWB, we love you. We're thankful that you listen. And if you would, please go tell some friends about us and let it spread the word. And thank you for listening to the Great White. Buffalo Podcast.